I think yoga is the practice of paying attention. On this podcast, Yoga Strong, we talk about what paying attention on the mat, what being aware and being present, whether you're in the studio or out of the studio or in the kitchen or with your family or with your friends in connection, in your heart, in your head. What does paying attention look like for your life? That's what this podcast is all about. That's what Yoga Strong is about. It's not just strong in your muscles and strong in your movement on the mat. It's strong everywhere. This is Yoga Strong with your host, Bonnie Weeks. Hello, loves. Today, on this podcast, we are going to talk about money. And, you know, like how I talk about sex over on my Sexy Sunday with Bonnie podcast if we can just talk about sex and money and normalize conversation around it, I think it's going to make it better for everybody. And if we zoom back about six months, I sent out an email about my profit and losses for all of last year. And I plan on doing it again this next year. So this moment as we're halfway through the year, and as I am actually in the middle, will have just like kind of created a, a new change in my own business life. Uh, this feels like a good moment to jump in and give a very small nugget of advice for anybody who is stepping into business for themselves, or maybe who is already in business and you're kind of at that beginning place. And some things that have really helped me get set up so that I am on track with taxes. And so uh, taxes and saving and all the things and what's the structure for that. So this is very simple. This is very simple, but it's also really important. This is like the type of details that <laughs> when you're dreaming and scheming and thinking, I'm going to do this business and it's going to be amazing. And <laughs> you don't, you don't think like, uh, is there quarterly taxes? Like, do I have to do those? Um, how much should I save? And what do I need to do to make this all like legal wise and what's the flow. And, and so today I want to give you something like some really easy, actionable things to help protect you. So I think there's a piece of protection of personal life versus business life. And then, um, kind of, yeah, have this convo about money. So first thing I am in this realization at this moment that I created a personal checking account and I have a business checking account as well. And that there's uh, all of my money comes into my personal when really it should come into my business. So I'm in this moment right now where I have actually just navigated out of a job that I have been working in for a year. And it was amazing. Um, I love working with other people. I love team building. And I was managing and running a fitness team for both studio and gym, personal trainers, etc. And it was my favorite. And I'm actually working with, I have some one-on-one clients who are in those same positions where I am, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a leadership coach where I'm helping people navigate leadership in that way and showing up for other people and how to, you know, as they talk through, as clients talk through individual personalized questions about people skills and how to process some of the things that are happening. And it is such a rewarding space for me to be in that space. And in this current moment, I am stepping back fully into my own business, which I've already been doing while also doing this at a a local spa. And 
it made most sense for me, given some changes in organization and pay within that company, for me to kind of step into this other space, even though I loved working with those people. And it actually made me really, really sad to step back, but also realizing that I didn't lose anybody. I still have everybody and, and I need to think about business decisions too. So there's like this emotional, um, connected side and also this business side. So at this very moment for me, I am in this transition where all of a sudden I don't have to hold that. And I chose to hold that. And, And if there's one thing like you can trust is if I want to be there, I am going to be there 100%. And if I am ready to choose something different, then I will choose something different. And that is truly what I believe about anybody who shows up. And that's what I really make clear with any team member. And even you here on this podcast, like if you're here listening to this, it's because you want to be here. And if you don't want to be here, you're going to be somewhere else. And I trust that you are where you need to be. Bottom line. So in my new navigation of stepping back into my business, I'm looking at the behind the scenes things. And I have some clients who are, are yoga teachers or who are stepping into entrepreneurial land and wanting to, to do some things similar to how I have things running and, and working with them one-on-one. Um, it's, it's so fun because it, it reminds me exactly of like, this is, this is the behind the scenes type of shit that like makes things run. You have to have form. You have to have structure in order to find flow. It's the same thing in a yoga class. So at this very moment, I am, I had a, a, a phone, a phone appointment with my bank and I'm figuring out some things that I, that I needed to navigate for my accounts. So with that said, I'm here today to give you some very bite-sized pieces that if you are wanting to step into your own entrepreneur space right now, or perhaps you have stepped in there and you're like, wait, we're talking about money and entrepreneur journey. Then like, this is where I want to be. Okay. So two pieces, two pieces, and perhaps you've done these, perhaps you've heard of this. You need to look up in your state and get an LLC. LLC is just your operation for business. That's what you're probably going to start with your LLC. And do not worry about a name. If you're like, I don't even know what my business is going to be called. Mine is Bonnie Weeks LLC. Like I just put it as my name. I'm my business. If I ever want to run business under a different name, you can you can add that onto your, your LLC, your Bonnie, your, your name, LLC, whatever. So make it really easy. It takes a couple minutes. You'll do it online. Like mine was a hundred bucks. And then I have it. Then you go to the irs.gov and it also takes a couple minutes. You're going to fill out your form to have a tax ID number. You're going to immediately save that form that they send you or that you can download because you it's really hard to get again. Okay, so then you'll have those two documents. You are so set up. Just want to tell you, you're so set up. Then you're going to walk into your bank and you're going to make an appointment with your bank. You want to have everything separated from your personal and your checking. And maybe this feels like nitty gritty. You're like, okay, great. But I want you to make this checklist. Like this shit has made my life so much easier. And I have an accountant and I'm going to put my accountant Sandy's email in the show notes because she works specifically with people who are fitness professionals and she is still at the moment currently taking clients. There is an important piece here that it's right seat, right person. My seat is not a finance person. I, that's not what I do. That's not what I'm interested in learning how to do. Could I do it? Yes. Could you be interested in it and do it? Yes. 
And this is something I'm willing to outsource and have somebody help me know how to estimate my taxes for quarterly things and help me understand my profit and losses and go through all of my docs and and keep track of them. Like this is somebody that is so highly valuable in, in my opinion. So I have that accountant. Check the show notes. You can email Sandy. You can set up a one-on-one if you want to have just like kind of a general conversation, see if it's a, a right fit for you. Okay. So I'm just giving you that information, like take it and run. Okay. So you're going to take your docs now, like let's zoom back to the bank. You're going to take your EIN tax number. You're going to take your LLC information forms. You're going to go to the bank. You're going to make an appointment and you're going to open a business bank account. You're going to need those pieces, those document documents to do so. I use the profit first method. I didn't even read the book, my business coach, my accountant recommend it. So this is how I would do it. Let's say you make $100. I have a bank account then in my business bank account where all of my money comes into it. I have renamed it incoming money. So all of my money goes into the incoming money bank account, checking account in my business bank account. I have the opportunity then, right? Like online, you can just transfer money into different accounts. So I will take it from that incoming business account and I will divide it like so. Let's say I had $100 there. I've named an account in my personal account as personal expenses 50%. I even put the number on there so it's easy to remember. I will take 50% of the incoming money, I'll do this every week or every two weeks, and I will put it in my personal expenses. I will take 30% and I have an account in my business checking called business expenses 30%. So I'll take $30 of a hundred and put it in my personal or my business expenses. In my business account, I also have taxes, 15%. That's another name of mine. I'll take $15 of that hundred dollars and put it in my tax account. And that's untouchable. That's for taxes. And then I have business profit savings account in my business account. And then I will take 5% and put it in my business savings. These are general rules, right? So 50 for personal, 30 for business and 15 for tax and five for profit. And you can mess with those, right? Like maybe you have less business expenses and you can, you know, put more of that into the business profit, right? Like you're going to be able to like kind of navigate what that is. Again, I would talk to a financial advisor, talk to your accountant and see what that makes sense, right? If you get to tax season and you're like, oh my gosh, or like end of quarter or however that works for you in taxes and you have to like dig out cash in some way, like it's really difficult. So um, this is the system I use and having no like real grasp of like all the money things that are out there in the world. This has worked really well for me. I am reading the book right now. It's the book rack ready, um, with Ramat Seth, Ramit Sethi, who wrote the book, uh, I will teach you to be rich. And I'm rocking my way through that book and trying to learn how to set myself up money wise. Cause I don't know if, you know, I don't know what your story is with money. And with me, you know, we're really such young kids. And I think of me even with my kids, like my oldest is 16. How am I preparing him to step into the world at in two years? He graduates high school. Is he going to be ready to like control his own money and know all the things? Hell no. So I don't like blame my parents or anything for like where, what I've had to learn with money. Like, that's not what I'm saying, but I didn't grow up 
with, you know, an understanding of, of all the money things. I, I do know that some of the story for my parents is that, you know, you're just going to have credit and, and we, you know, that's just, that's just what happens. That's what adulting is. And when I got married, my, my ex, his, his family, they were like really, really strict with money. And, and what we did then, like when we kind of came together as a unit, is I'm really grateful for his influence. Like we really got into this habit of we only spent what we had. And it has been exactly where I have stayed because otherwise that's very stressful. So I just spend what I have and keep a savings account. And also, I feel like in this conversation, it's also a time for acknowledging privilege. I am a white woman. My parents are both still married. I have a college education. I had a husband for years, for 16 years, and I did not have to work. And he provided for us. I have three kids. I have three kids who are not neurodivergent. I am... I am not neurodivergent. I am very (laughs) able-bodied. I like all of these things are, you know, places of my, my privilege. And so I can acknowledge those places too. And also be in the space of like learning and, and acknowledging that there's a lot that I am still learning with, with money and also that I have learned. And when we step into these business things, it's very, it can be a very alone space. So if you're listening here and you're running things on your own, these are like the behind the scenes stuff where you're making appointments and having phone calls with the bank and doing these things that nobody sees. And I just want to take this moment to let you know that I see you. Like I understand. And another really important piece that I have been practicing recently. So in this, you know, if yoga is practice of paying attention and, you know, we talk about yoga business or or movement business, then sure. Like this is all this, but, but how can money be part of this? And do we just shun it in saying it's capitalism and we hate capitalism and this is a system we live in. So how do we pay attention here? How do we bring the spirit of abundance into money? And can we just think our way to a million dollars? Like, I mean, one, is that what we want? Two, like, I think, I think abundance is, is something different too. And one of the things that I have been practicing, and I, I read this somewhere, I believe. And anyway, but next time that you're buying something from a food cart or you're, you're buying something from some, some vendor, you know, like this past weekend I was at a, I was at a, a festival, a music festival, and there was a vendor there and, and this woman, she collects silver rings and then she sells them and that's her business. And she's a vintage ring seller. And I really, I really like her. And I've, I have interacted with her at multiple different, uh, multiple kind of bazaars, festivals, um, things like that. And she was at this festival this weekend. And, you know, I bought two rings. I bought two rings from her. And this is what I'm speaking of when I think of abundance. When I buy those rings from her and I look at her and I'm like, man, I like her. And she's six months pregnant. 
and she's just so kind. And she's sitting out here and it's 95 degrees and she's on her feet all day. And me buying these two rings, this is supporting her. This is her going home tonight and taking off her socks and shoes and sitting down the couch and going, and she's able to get into her bed that she can purchase with this money. And she's able to eat breakfast and drink a coffee or not coffee or whatever, you know, with, with that money. And that's abundance. When I look at somebody, and this is my practice I've been doing. So if you have this kind of space where you're like, oh my gosh, spending money and and where's my money going? Like, can we disassociate from the money a little bit and be like, is it my money or is it just money? And, and it is yours in the way that you're like giving it, you know, you're, you're using something that is yours. But, but if we look at it and say, this is money that's helping somebody else. And how is it helping them? And, and the next time you go out to eat and you're tipping uh, the person who's serving you and you're like, wow, this person, like this is going to help them. And how can you even like, even if it's a fake story, you don't know their story, but even it's a fake story where you're like, oh, this is abundance where I think this is supporting this person. This is a food cart person, right? Where you're looking at them. They're the ones in there. They're the ones doing the things there. And Anytime we spend money to think of it that way. And sure, are there corporations and people that are like not doing things as ideally? Yes, right? But how can we then start to look at spending money as a, as a way to help other people? And that shit can't not come back to you. That's abundance. We are this big giant circle of, of one person helping another person, helping another person, helping another person, helping another person. And that comes back around. I am here able to do this podcast because you're here showing up and listening and you're sharing these episodes and you're, you're commenting. You're, when you leave a review and you share how any piece of paying attention or a story that's shared here or a guest or like how it impacted you, like that helps me. And then in turn, I want to show back up and I'm going to help you and I'm going to be here. And it's this perpetual service. This was perpetual abundance and believing that there's not a lack here in giving something away. We do not lose anything. And bringing that conversation into money and in this like podcast where I'm like, and go to the bank and bring your EIN and bring your LLC. No, <laughs> like that's the behind the scenes, but behind the scenes is also this mindset piece. And I feel like that's really important piece that also has to be talked about. And, and there's plenty of, of people out there who are like, you know, we can vision board and we could write a you know, a number with a lot of zeros on the behind it and be like, this is what I'm going to do. Sure. But like, that's not what I'm talking about here. And, and I don't know, I don't know about that. That's not where I'm at. I'm hearing some like really practical day to day sorts of things. And we can look forward and we can plan and, and there's other people in other spaces doing other things. And that's, that's fantastic. Right. And here, We're going to take some small steps forward that move us and that don't burn us out. So if you are starting, if you're starting on this business journey, or if you've just barely started, I want you to look at your finances. I want you to set yourself up so you feel really confident in what you're doing. I want you to take your tax information, your LLC information into the bank, set up an appointment, right? Those online docs, it's going to take you like a total of, you know, it could be 30 minutes, 
to do both of those things. Okay. And then you're going to get an appointment. You're going to go into the bank and you're going to open up your business bank account. You're going to have all your money go into that account. You're going to have your business operations and you're going to have your tax information in there and you're going to have your profit savings in there and you're going to be ready to go. And Sandy's information is then in the show notes. You can email her if you're looking for an accountant and if you're a fitness professional and you're going to have this mindset of giving giving responsibly, not spending more than you have. Right. But like when you, when you give money that you really look at it as, as you're giving to people and that opening yourself to these kinds of conversations and normalizing conversations about money, just like I'm trying to normalize conversations about sex, right? What happens when you start talking about sex more? You have more sex. Like it just happens. <laughs> if you start talking about sex more with your partner, you're going to have more sex. You're going to normalize these kinds of conversations. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, last night was amazing when your tongue did that. And, you know, I was telling some stories on my, on my Instagram, uh, sexy Sunday with Bonnie, my Instagram account there. Um, some people share some stories about, um, I guess I'm here. I guess I'm telling this story right now. Um, they tell some stories about, I, w- I was talking about swallowing and I send out emails about um, different stories and I send out this email about swallowing and giving head. And somebody shared a story about um, about having that happen and having it come out their nose, right? And, and all of these pieces, <laughs> this is amazing, here we are. <laughs> Oh, that is not the story that I thought I'd be sharing here, but here we are doing the things. But having these conversations where we're normalizing these things and that they're just the things that we talk about. I mean, that story and more over on that podcast. So go to Sexy Sunday for more of that kind of content. But it's it's that kind of stuff where that's just what happens. And it makes me laugh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so what happens if we normalize conversations about money? What happens if we do that? How much more confident does that make you feel? And can that be a a bigger place of ease, especially as you step into business and wonder how to do it? And how many people are talking about money? Not very many people. So I'm going to send out my profit and losses for this year. Uh, If you want to follow along, sign up for my email list. That link is in my show notes as well. So I'll send that out at the beginning of this year. If you jump on it, you'll hear my other stories that I share and other ways to interact with me. And I'd love to hear from you. And I hope that you feel a sense of abundance when you spend, when you spend something tomorrow or this week. And if you are stepping into business, I'm just like virtual high-fiving you right now. Just like hold up your palm. I just high-fived you. (laughs) You got this. We're learning in small steps and you don't have to do it alone. And I see you even when it feels like you're doing it alone. Go. Keep being curious and keep being brave and I'll talk to you soon.